0: I really want to have ads. Could we advertise like an individual person that we like a lot? Emergent Agenda is brought to you by ChrisBurnett.com, your premier source for ChrisBurnett.com.
1: This is Emergent Agenda, the August podcast. August is an org design consultancy based in Brooklyn and London. And these are the stories of what life is like changing the way the world works. We believe in emergence, that larger things emerge from smaller parts, and that this is the natural, universal outcome of things coming together. So we come to this podcast with a topic, and we build the agenda from the perspectives of those involved. Today, I sit down with Chris and Clay and talk about Cadence, the heartbeat of your team. Enjoy. Let's build a little emergent agenda. What do you say? Sounds good. Cool. Shout out some topics related to Cadence. Sprints. Sprints. Perfect. I want to talk about marketing.
0: Um, safety.
1: Safety. Cool. Does anyone want to just give us a little one or two lines on what that means in terms of work, why it's important? What is it exactly?
0: Um, I can try. Great. Yeah. So usually when we talk about cadence, we talk about it in um, contrast to what's like the normal thing. And the normal thing is like you got the team meeting um, and it's like an hour and a half every week and the boss can't go. So it gets pushed back a day and you don't really know when it's going to be or where it's going to be or who's supposed to be there and who's supposed to be in charge and how it's supposed to run. Um, and things just keep getting pushed and pushed and pushed Mm -hmm. and pushed on top of each other and nobody ever gets anything done. And the alternative to the normal way is to put everything on a reliable, repeatable cadence where the same things happen at basically the same time every single week. Mm -hmm. And that's the basic idea. And you just figure out the right rhythm, um, the right meter for each one of the kinds of meetings or the kinds of sessions that you do with your colleagues so that everything is always in the same place. You know where to go. You know how it's going to work. You don't really have to think about the administrative portion of your job. You can just go do it.
1: Yeah. It gets that big block out of the way, yeah. which can take up so much time. Yeah. Yeah. And energy and headspace and emotion.
0: Yeah. And we have, we don't do it perfectly at August, but like we try mm-hmm. yeah. works pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We have a podcast cadence.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's been working out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think of, I think of cadence, um, as a rhythm, like it's, it's your rhythm with your team is something that you start to work in this cadence. Um, whether it's like a weekly cadence, a monthly cadence, but, um, it's a rhythm that you sort of just get in the flow of doing in such a way that your team has moments of, you know, uh, like responsibility, of achievement, of learning together. Um, And it makes for clarity around the team and around the work much better than like the scenario of pushing things out and moving things around and never feeling like you're making progress, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, a a metaphor that I've used a lot in like training cadence is heartbeat. And if you had to think about breathing or or your heart rate, you'd be stressed out, you'd Mm -hmm. probably die. And, um, and that's why we sort of automate that in our systems, right? We don't have to think about those things and they speed up and slow down relative to the needs of the system around it. So a really, really fast project probably needs to meet much more frequently or have a, a, the same kind of rhythm, the same kind of meetings that a slower project would have, but they need to do it every single day, Mm -hmm. learn every single day as opposed to learn every single month or every single year right? Yeah. So, um, things speed up and slow down. And when you miss a beat, like it should feel as scary as missing a heartbeat, mm-hmm. like, or, you know, trying to hold your breath for a really long time. Like you, it should feel bad. It shouldn't feel like the normal thing to miss a meeting. It should feel like the the rhythm is off and you need to get back on.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. When do you introduce the idea of cadence to clients? This is This something that's like pretty... Ubiquitously
2: in the first, meet, few meetings, like. Yeah, I mean, I would say, I usually bring it up as like a selling point. Like, hi, we're August, and we're here to help. And these are all the things that we can do for you and your teams. And in that is this idea of cadence and this idea of getting a team into a rhythm, where they're. Um, where they're uh sharing responsibility and they're coming to sort of a celebration moment mm-hmm. every every week and sort of getting into that rhythm and you know some cadence with some teams can be more elaborate like so, so what Cl- uh, Clay was just explaining but sometimes it can be a lot less elaborate so you can meet almost every day if you want to or you can meet once a week or twice a week but just getting them into a rhythm but um typically what I like to do is like sell it upsell it and saying like We've got these practices and we're pretty sure most of these are, some of these are gonna work and the ones that we think are really sticky and really work for almost every team is this idea of cadence. Yeah. Um, We understand that every client is different, every company has a different culture and not everything is going to work the exact same way it works Mm -hmm. in any other client organization, but just having that flexibility and saying, let's try it and see what happens. And typically the teams, you know, they fall right into you know this rhythm of a cadence and Mm -hmm. they start to feel good about it cool yeah so cadence gives you
1: like you know it it takes away this logistics blockage it can help you emotionally and mentally it sounds like there are moments for wins and then is safety part of that like is that like um would you say um a feature
0: yeah yeah i mean sort of diving into that agenda item right it's to me it, it it gives teams a chance to or a feeling of security that they're going to come back together on a reliable repeatable rhythm in order to revisit decisions mm-hmm. um, on purpose mm-hmm. so if we're saying um, you know you need to adopt a new way of making decisions about you know making it easier to go try something, um, making things smaller so that the, they can get out faster or just moving faster in general. It can feel pretty scary because if we screw something up on our normal rhythm, we won't have a chance to do anything about it until months pass, right? Because normally what happens is we miss a lot of meetings or we miss a lot of times to work together. We don't know when we're going to be making decisions. Mm -hmm. So, it feels like paralyzing to say, all right, move faster, make smaller, lower impact decisions, and be okay with failure because they're not going to come back together on their normal rhythm. But if we get them onto a more rapid, repeatable cadence, then you can sort of, you can make a crazy decision, try something weird and and maybe something that feels unsafe, mm-hmm. but you know you're going to come back together in a week and revisit it yeah. or a month and revisit it. And we can adjust course in the middle if necessary.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, that sounds like, I mean, it's exactly why I'm just going into marketing here a little bit. But it's it's why um, our marketing pals have been able to get a lot of stuff done because one of our biggest roadblocks was safety in terms of like, you know, we are updating the website. We're putting things live for everyone to see. And we do need... Not necessarily like an approval from someone, but the whole team, all of August needs to know what we're up to. We, we want, want to show them. And then if there really isn't anything safe to try, um, you know, we, we couldn't do the things we wanted to do without that. So we um, got into a cadence of deciding what we wanted to make at the beginning of the week, work on it all week. That Friday, um, demoing it to the whole team, and we have built in every other week, hashtag cadence, um, a demo meeting. So we demo that and get feedback from the whole team in order to make whatever that thing is safe to try. And then the following week, we work on it making it safe to try polishing it up. And then we ship it live the next week. And that cadence has been a huge unlock for us. We've been able to do a podcast every single week. We, we make something and every week and have put something live, I guess the last like four or five months, every other week we put something live, which is awesome.
0: Incremental improvement. Yeah. Yeah.
1: When, whereas before it was just, a shit show to be honest with you yeah I, I don't know what i'm doing you know so um that yeah that was a big unlock for us something
0: kind of the, of the two of you were actually talking about is like the different kinds of things that end up in a cadence mm-hmm. um i don't know if you could talk about like a few of the things that you typically think of putting into into a cadence um and when you tend to put them in like what kind of rhythm
2: Yeah, I mean, I can speak specifically to the teams that I'm working with now. I mean, you've got teams, I've got teams that are like totally working in scrum mode. I have teams that are kind of working in agile mode. And then I have teams that are just, they're just like business folks. So they have like sort of no real rhythm. Um, But the similarity across all of those different types of teams is that the things that they're working on don't have a clear solution and they don't have a clear answer or way that they're going to sort of launch their product Um, and so going back to the safety idea is um, what I like to do with these teams is get them all on what I call a weekly sprint which is getting into every single Monday um, or at the beginning of the week so some teams might count their beginning of the week on a Friday afternoon Mm -hmm. Um, but the beginning of their week um, setting up this meeting what we call an action meeting you can learn more about it on our website. Um, <laughs> where you go, where you go ahead. You <laughs> have brought to th- you by
0: August's website.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so every single Monday, you have an action meeting. Um, some people call it a stand-up meeting. Some people call it a tactical meeting. Um, but it's a 30-minute moment for the team to get together to think about what are the top priorities. And m- most specifically with the teams that I'm working with now, it's so important because things are constantly changing. Um, every single week, they have... A, um, they they sprint um, toward a goal that for that week. So um, right now these teams are working on an eight week sprint. So each week is a mini sprint, and they have to try. They are they don't have to, but they are trying to achieve something every single week. And mo- in particular, they're trying to talk to their users or potential customers about the product they're building. So it might be you know we talk to five five people in this user group. Um, we update our prototype based on feedback from the week before, but that's the moment where they come together and recognize what are the priorities for this week to achieve that thing they're, they're going after. Um, some teams in the middle of the week like to have what we call a collaboration session, which could be anything from designing a prototype, like sketching. It could be brainstorming, thinking about um, how do we interview folks how do we get user feedback um, you know it could it's just a time for the team to have sacred every single week where they come together to make something um, and then finally at the end of the week I think every team has a moment where they share their working product mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. whether it's a link to a document whether it's um, actual code that they've built uh, screenshots of a prototype, pictures of sketches, they're sharing their actual work to their stakeholders or um, anyone in the company that might be interested in the work that they're doing and each other because some folks are um, scattered across the globe and don't have uh, insight uh, day to day on some of the work that the other team members are doing. that's really like the bare bones of like the weekly cadence. Um, we try to get teams to come together at least once a month to do a retro. so you probably heard about this in, in agile, but um, you know a moment where the teams come together and think about what have we learned? what have we learned about ourselves and each other and what have we learned about the work that we've done together in the last month. Um, so that really is the cadence. It's, it sounds heavy, but it's super light once you start to put it into practice. Um, and it's, it's, it's helpful more specifically when a team is working on something that doesn't have a clear answer mm-hmm. or doesn't have a clear clear outcome, treating every week like a big moment to sort of achieve something tangible and have that safety week over week when you're working on something that doesn't have a, a clear solution or a clear product outcome.
1: Yeah, I would say that a um, un- one of the big things, like you were saying, for, for us, for marketing, was just finding a focus. There were so many things we could do and things we could work on. And it having the cadence sort of forced us to list out all of the stuff we could work on, find a strategy around that, and pick, prioritize. And then um, we we look at the weeks and then can prioritize those weeks, week by week, what we want to do and have a bigger picture for the month, for two months. I think we have like a two month out schedule, which then can be changed every week, which is fine. But it's it's so helpful to have that outline, to be able to say like, okay, this week, we're going to focus on just making the homepage so much better and knowing that in the, the next week, the next two weeks, We're going to be retooling the language on a different page or coming up with better images for something else. So it, for me, takes all of the other stuff on my mind and just, like, I can let that go and really just focus for that week on that thing because I know all of the other stuff that we need to do
2: will get done because of the cadence. I think you make a really good point. It doesn't you don't have to be a scrum team or an agile team or a team that's working on a piece of technology or a technology product. You could just be a marketing team that is creating something completely changing the, like the business. You could be a team that's working on an HR process using the mm-hmm. same similar cadence. Mm-hmm. Although the words like sprint and agile and design all sort of get mixed in, you don't have to be a tech guru to be able to work in this way, it could be just as simple as, you know, we're going to work in a, in a new cadence with a new team that's working on, you know, developing a quote unquote prototype around our website, you know, or just something um, that's new that's coming into the company or into the business that you don't quite know what it's going to be at the end, but you want to start to like test and iterate, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Two things um, in there. The first is something you're you're pointing to, which is thinking about everything that you're doing as a team, as a product Mm -hmm. that has a customer. Mm. If you're working on a PowerPoint, you know, whatever, fine. You should probably think of that PowerPoint as having customers and having a utility for those customers, right? And think of actually shipping and adjusting and iterating based on what the customers need, Mm -hmm. right? So just... Changing your mindset from, oh, we're making something for stakeholders to we're making something for a user. Mm -hmm. So having that product orientation is key. And then the other one is not doing the stuff that you have on a cadence off the cadence. Mm -hmm. So like if you're if you have an action meeting or whatever you want to call it, where you're prioritizing and assigning tasks and you're assigning tasks outside of that. Like in Slack or an email or whatever it is, that's where it gets exhausting. Where you've like we've all sat down, we've prioritized our stuff, and we're supposed to go sprint, and now we're also taking on new tasks mm. throughout the week. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, or when the like future of the potato story, which I don't know if it's been on a podcast yet, but it's one no. of my favorites. Basically, Fill us <laughs> So we we were working, um, and it, it's kind of on this action this action point. So we were working with this team that was working on potato chips and they had decided what they were going to go achieve as a team. They had written down their mission and it was all about like figuring out flavor and figuring out a process for um, production, like really making sure that everything around the world was going to be in a standard way of, of sort of manufacture. And then the senior stakeholder for this team walked by the leader of the team and in the hallway was just like, Hey, you know, I was wondering, you know, I was kind of thinking about the future of the potato. And like, I wondered if you and the team had any thoughts on that. <laughs> and then, this guy, uh, the leader of the team that had received this question went back to the team. and was like, we have to drop everything that we've decided. And we have to completely turn over to this, this new, this new project we have to figure out the future of the potato and <laughs> which you know is funny but it's also like that that's what they work yeah. on yeah yeah totally um and the the point is that what he should have said is you know what i'll bring it to the team on our regular decision making cadence where we decide what we're going to go do mm-hmm. you know next month when we're reprioritizing our major projects we'll take that under advisement versus drop everything drop the decisions that we just made an hour ago and start you know working on this new thing It's just it's so so exhausting so those are the two things don't do stuff off of cadence and make sure you have a product orientation
1: and doing stuff off of cadence like the what you just said that is so important because it breaks down this hierarchy of who gets to decide what is the most important thing. And that would leave me feeling really shitty if I just came from a meeting of prioritization where I felt like my voice was heard as a team. We came up with something and then my boss came in and was like, scratch that we've got well, something better. If
0: you don't have bosses, mm-hmm. like who gets to make those calls and why? Right. And yeah, it's just like the emotional and and cognitive labor of dis- of making those decisions while you're trying to actually like do stuff, like sprinting and then deciding where to sprint, like mm-hmm. that's exhausting. Yeah. So, um, that's like a Clay's top tip. I love that.
1: <laughs> that's great. <laughs> top tip of the week. <laughs> I want one every week. Great.
0: <laughs> Hit me up on Slack. Uh, while yeah. I'm in the middle of sprinting. <laughs>
1: yeah, while you're sprinting. <laughs> we'll ask you to stop sprinting and focus on something right. else. I, I think I find the hardest thing about Cadence is that um, it's a similar thing where, I, not that I have a total shift of where I want to put the focus, but there's something else that I want to do that I, it, my mind is, is running, and then I get really excited about something and want to change it um, immediately, and then Max is really good with keeping me in bounds and being like, that's, nope, you gotta wait, Cadence.
0: Every team needs a cadence cop.
1: Yeah. Cadence cop. I'm becoming a better cadence cop, but I still need
2: the rules <laughs> enforced. <laughs> you need a coach. Yeah. Get in there and coach you girl.
0: So, um, it's really easy to say, let's sprint. It's so much fun. Like mm-hmm. let's sprint Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Um, but no one ever really stops to consider that. Like if we're actually sprinting, then like, What you do after you sprint is you're super tired for a little while and then you're fine. You need to rest. It's super important. And being mindful of that and like treating your day as a sprint that ends at five and like you turn everything off and you, and you walk away from it Mm -hmm. is, is important and something to set boundaries around so that your cadence can be effective. Um, So just like finding time in the schedule, whether it's, A Friday that isn't really about making and maybe is more about meeting Mm -hmm. or if it's every four months as we do at August and sort of like shutting down for for a week not always just to rest but also to to look back and consider um, and not not be sprinting those things are really important to build into the cadence so it's not just the work it's also the not work times that are really critical
1: Mm -hmm. is there a problem or have you like come into issues with when clients like biting off more than they can chew for that sprint and then feeling sad at the end of the week that they haven't accomplished anything or overworking. So, you know, not, is, is in other words, do you also coach on sort of what to sprint on and like the size of it and how to figure that out?
2: I feel like I get the opposite. I feel mm. like I get teams who have underestimated what they can achieve um so trying to push them Mm, to interesting to really think about what what they really can achieve I think um I think for the most part teams um they have a they have a mission they have a goal and then they you know we as coaches are sort of there to help sort of I don't want to say push them but like encourage them to do more than they think was possible which is usually the case um you you know, it's. I think that's the typical scenario um, and teams once they get into a rhythm realize how much work they're doing versus um, and they, they tend to sort of overshoot the original goal that they had set mm-hmm. out, um, which is kind of cool. Um, you know, one of the things that I'm doing with my teams now around sort of um, sprinting and then resting is taking moments like an entire day to just demo the work products across all of the teams and sharing some learnings for each other and across stakeholder groups and teams and teams from other parts of the business just so they can sort of show like what they've achieved yeah. and sort of like take that, that rest to um, take a look at some of the work that they've achieved and have like a celebration moment.
1: Yeah, and that's, a, that's exciting, yeah. right? To be able to show everyone what you've done and be proud of that little show and tell I think is a big
2: incentive Mm
0: -hmm. and when you say demo you mean demonstrate
2: demonstrate the actual thing you're making or the thing that you're working on so you know whether it's uh, an app that -hmm. you're building um, or if it's a marketing plan that you're going to propose to a senior stakeholder team that's gonna go global like it doesn't matter what type of product it is Mm -hmm. um, just sharing that work to a larger audience
0: we're not just trying to like talk to, to users or imagine what the future is of this individual product. We actually have to make an improvement mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the customers, the users have to actually see the impact. And that's what a real demonstration is yeah. like, like showing something that works yeah. at the end, which you all do on, in the marketing cadence. That's mm-hmm. like the crucial thing. Yep. Um, and it's not showing a slide typically, mm-hmm. you're probably doing it wrong if you're showing off a slide <laughs> at the end of the week or showing off your post-its. So anyway, just food for thought from the internet.
1: Yeah, it's also a good way to gain momentum from other people that might not be necessarily specifically on your team, but it would be good to have their enthusiasm, their, their backing of whatever it, what it is that you have made. It's also a good way to get people um, mm-hmm. to
2: come around your, your idea. One of the things I want to point out is like, whether you're working with a team, or if you're working solo on a little side project that you want to do in your spare time, um, and you sort of just you know get into that weekly rhythm or that cadence of feeling like you've achieved something each week, it can be self-satisfying yeah. in that way of feeling like, you know, my side project right now is like my my website and not very good at getting in a cadence of it but I need to but like when I share something on the internet to whoever like the Twitterverse, verse um, you know it feels good like I achieved that thing and I'm just gonna put it out there like I don't have a team to demo my stuff with I don't have a team to yeah. sort of get feedback from but like once I put it out on the internet or like make a small iteration um, and just like write down the dates of when I want to make little small updates to things, that also feels good because it's like you're 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 slowly achieving something. Um, so if you're not on a team and you're you're working freelance or solo, um, it's also it's also a great way to just sort of remind yourself of the iterations or the things that you want to do week to week. Whether you're you know working on a side project or you're freelancing and working with a team. Um, that isn't your team, uh, just get, you know, maybe just trying to get them into a rhythm that is like week to week um, output and sharing and things like that. Um, Yeah, so the website is um, chrisburnett.com K-R-Y-S Burnett with an E at the end dot com and you can check me out and I have a newsletter that comes out very infrequently but I try and um, you can follow me on the internets too. Um, I try to try to put out some content here and there Um, that's fun when I'm when I've got some downtime Um, but yeah like one of the things I was saying is you know if you're working on a team and your team's not into the cadence thing just like try it just try the smallest thing that you can try to do and like we're gonna take ten minutes out of this meeting to like make some priorities and say Mm -hmm. who's doing what and we're gonna try to achieve this thing by the end of the week and like maybe just starting small
1: Well, Chris and Clay, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It was great. It was. Yeah. I had fun.
0: I did a great job.
1: You did. Oh, my God. So did Chris. (laughs) We all tried hard. And I'm still working on it. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
2: Later, pals. Bye, pals. Bye. Inspired by what you just heard? Check out our website at www.aug.co. That's www.aug.co. Interested in joining the August team? Apply on our website today at aug.co/careers. That's aug.co/careers.